Welcome to the Peak Performance Greatness Show. I'm Christopher Dedan, founder and CEO of Devian Enterprises, Inc. We are committed to optimize people's performance with tools such as peak performance speaking, coaching, and consulting programs for a worldwide international community. We believe that the only difference between where you are and where you want to be is acquiring the knowledge you need and consistently utilizing that knowledge to become a peak performing individual in every area of your life. Stick around until the end of the show where we will reveal how you can become the next guest on the fastest growing inspirational educational podcast on the planet in 20 to 30 minutes. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Peak Performance Greatness Show. I am your host, Christopher Dedian, and today we have Rosalind Panda, which she is the CEO of Rosalind IT Services, which is a company that specializes in Web 2 and Web 3 development. Rosalind, how are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. Thanks so much, Christopher, for the warm welcome. Glad to be here. I am really looking forward to having you on the show and having this great conversation in regards to everything that you do. Definitely did some research in uh, all the industries that you tap into from IT, from artistry, from construction. You're kind of all over the place in that regard. So there's a lot of things we're going to unpack. But before doing so, I gave a small introduction of who you are and what you do. Do you mind unpacking that a bit more in detail for our viewers and listeners? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a, I would say that I'm a thought leader, visionary. And I love to help people, inspire and empower others so that everybody can do their best. And we bring the best uh, to the world and make this world a better place through art, technology, and innovation. Those are my uh, main key areas that I focus and I use my gift to to empower the world. And uh, through my visions, I bring them to reality and It's all about serving the humanity and helping others grow. Yeah. I love the fact that you're using vocabulary such as serve, such as help, humanity, and having that ideology that we're kind of all in it together as homo sapiens, human beings, and everybody has their gift and we're bringing that gift in the forefront so society could go forward. And you mentioned a couple of things that you tap into, which I want to unpack a bit more from the IT world, from the artistry world and beyond. Uh, what is it that you do on a daily basis within those companies that help your customers and humanity to move forward in certain regards with your uh, ideology of helping others? Yes. Yeah, so through through technology, when I help um, clients, I normally use a creative design thinking and uh, the problem solving uh, capability, the skills that we as every human being has. And so in day-to-day life, as I know, technology is an indispensable part of everybody's life up to a certain extent. So improving the productivity, security, collaboration, and building uh, desktop application, mobile applications, where the consumers, the, the clients are serving millions of people through their applications. I take great pleasure to to help to be, become a part integral part where I create those inter user interfaces for people where they interact with the application and also to architect the the applications that are coming into uh, the market as you see from a technology standpoint uh, some applications have been already built 
and uh, and some are, some are getting migrated to implement the incorporate the new technology and uh, also some of the applications are be be becoming like being created from scratch so i help with those development i understand clients requirements what they need and then uh, turn their vision into reality uh, through coding and uh, uh, there are some issues maybe in the applications that uh, clients are facing the challenges they are still facing in their technology and web applications or mobile applications so we help them my company and me we help uh, resolve those and bring the best experience for the users Okay, so just to be sure, so what you do is you serve your clientele in regards to people that want to start a mobile application, you help them do the coding, you help them structure it, and as well, you add the touch of the artistry that you have uh, within the application to make it more, I guess, user-friendly, to make it more aesthetically pleasing for the consumer. Is that correct? Did I understand right? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Perfect. Okay. So what are some of the advantages? Because now, like I did mention, and this was in your notes in regards to being in Web 2, Web 3, uh, and where we're going with all this aspect, what are some of the advantages of having a website compared to having a mobile application if you're a business owner? Uh, tell me, is one better? Is it only for certain uh, industries? What would your, your two cents be in that regards? I so uh choosing web desktop application over mobile you have to think who are the user who are the target user what is the purpose the application is serving for example uh, a food application people are going to be ordering food whenever they are they're not carrying their laptop with them they're not carrying their ipad to order the food right so in that case the sole device we're going to be focused on the phone their phone, their smartphones. So we we build iOS and Android applications for them uh, normally. For example, hotel booking applications or uh, things like insurance. Or I think every these days most of the applications are mobile friendly, and uh, the the applications that are mainly being used by the suppose bankers, tellers, or the people who are working in the organization itself, they are using the desktop because they have a desk, desk and they want to see all the data, all the um, view, the user interface in front of them so that they can better, better serve their clients, consumers who are over the phone or who are coming to them in person. But so that's that's how we can segregate the users from uh, who are working in the organization itself and who are the consumers consuming those applications in the mobile applications. For example, insurance, banking application. Nobody, yes, yeah, some people when they're home, they have their laptop, they can open in their laptop or iPad, but mostly people are going to be using their mobile applications. Some people have to focus on making the application responsive so that it can same application can be viewed and used in uh, different devices so that depends on the purpose the application is serving and who is the target user that they're using 
Okay, very interesting. So essentially, obviously, they still have both their places. Now, one is not better than the other. It really depends about the target market, your industry that you're in, and how to utilize both of those tools. So tell to me a bit about the aspect that you have a art side and a business that's in the art world. Talk to me a bit about that. What is that playing a role? Uh, is that your main thing? Is it the IT thing that's the main thing when it comes to the financial driver or the thing that takes the most time for you? So let's talk about the art side that you uh, are developing and working on. Yeah, <laughs> I would say that to my art side, when I say I'm an artist, I do oil painting as well, mm-hmm. apart from my technology endeavors. So I always believe creativity is a gift that we are all born with. It totally depends on the per- person, what extent and what areas life in of life we are using this superpower, right? We are nourishing, we are nurturing it. So in, in my life, since my childhood, I have been building my uh, creative foundation. So that's that's how I... I am the founder of Rosalind Arts Gallery now. And uh, since last 14 to 15 years, I have been doing professional uh, painting and creating my artworks in various genres, such as landscape, abstract, contemporary, modern, and realistic. And uh, all the underlying, in every painting that you that see, my underlying message is focused towards love towards humanity, uh, inner peace, world peace, and positivity, optimism, enthusiasm. Though the indispensable essence of life that human beings need to remember and implement and just to self-reflect and be in the moment. Because art is for the purpose of having a person being a person in the moment so so that's how i visualize i my, my i give my full throttle to my imagination power and i create certain artworks and also i write poems around them so so that the when i'm expressing through uh, the visual art the viewer can enjoy everything the texture the strokes the uh, feelings, the emotions that I'm putting into the painting, and they can relate to it. It's for the user. It's for the viewer, so that that can impact their life. And when I'm painting and when I'm writing the poems, through the words that I I, I relate and I interpret interpret my painting, so that the uh, reader, when they're reading the poem, they can relate the poem and the painting together to bring the most out of it. To, to assimilate, to, to digest, to, I would say, to accumulate everything into their life. Because art is, and words, are the food to the soul, I would say. So, and also I write descriptions, books around my creation process, creating you know, my paintings, so that the viewer, the reader, they, they can really enjoy it what they're reading when they're watching my paintings. And it's it's always to give them the positive and optimistic approach towards life. That's my goal always. Yes. One so, painting at a time. Yeah. <laughs> so so Rosalind, definitely as you're talking about painting, I feel like we're gonna geek out for a second because I'm somebody that truly loves painting as well. Uh, not in regards to me painting, but I love the artistry. 
And one of the main reasons why I think I truly love it, because I go to museums, I'm a member of my local museum over here in Montreal, the greater region in, uh, in Canada, sorry, the greater region of Montreal. Uh, and I go often to New York, where you're from and go to the MoMA, go to the Met, and I was blessed enough to go recently. Now, what I'm kind of alluding to over here, the reason why I love artistry or looking at art, and I'm a huge fan of uh, modern art, uh, abstract art is because it taps a part of my creativity that has no barriers, right? Art is very subjective. Beauty is very subjective. And everything that I do in my business is very structured, systems and business oriented, and that's more boxed in. So that's why I love the artistry. Now, my question to you is Aristotle asked himself a question, which is a Greek philosopher, of why do we find certain things pretty? And you realize once we find a certain landscape, painting, building pretty is because there's something within that that we are lacking or we like or we want more of in our personal life. So if you're looking at, let's say, a still water, a still lake, maybe you need more tranquility in your life. If you're looking at a beautiful painting of a mountain, maybe you need more strength. Maybe you need to go hit objectives. If you're looking at an abstract art, maybe you need to be more creative in your personal life. So my question to you is, in regards to a viewer uh, of painting, as well as a painter, do you believe that when people like something or find it pretty is because there is something that is demanding in their subconscious mind or in their conscious mind that they need through that art piece? Yeah, so I'm uh, yeah, glad that you asked that question, Christopher. So I would say from my perspective, what when I paint, I always think about, yeah, definitely it's, uh, when if somebody is painting, they're thinking from their imagination and we are trying to express what what it is there in our heart, uh, but it, I would say it's not always to fulfill uh, that imagination. But it's always also in my case, I think about the viewer's perspective. Like, how can I? What am I creating? It's for me as well to uh, use my creativity, my imagination. But it's for the viewer when it goes to their home or they have it in their office or the lounge, what impact it is bringing to their life, okay? That, that's my, my intention. I know a lot of artists do what is lacking or do what they're missing or they wanted to fulfill that side so that they, they connect to that painting or they get an art piece. But in my case, I always think about what the viewer is, uh, how it's gonna impact their life. Um, and I have been creating a creative since my childhood so it's not just a habit or a hobby I've just brought it into my life but I have been this uh, like this since my childhood I have been creating artwork somehow or the other so in when we are a kid we're not doing that to um, fulfill any side because we are just putting our emotions and just our creative side or our time or our effort into creating something right so in um, currently also in my adulthood also, that is the same, same, I would say my time utilization or that creative process, or I would say my self-reflection process. I, I just give my time to my mind to think and come back with a even higher energy. It is a self, my self-reflection time. 
and you can call it as a meditation time as well for me because we are calm we are thinking we are expressing on a uh, uh, on a canvas so it's my creative time i would say which i really impact the viewer and the reader with yeah so I like that. Definitely there is an aspect of the painter with what they're going through emotionally in a conscious and subconscious way, projecting that onto the canvas. And then there's the viewer point of view with their baggage coming in and seeing what they see. So I like the way that there is that almost juxtaposition between the viewer and the uh, painter or the artist and doing two different understanding of that one piece so it is interesting but i'm sure that there's a lot of you know multiple crossways of like when the artist is drawing and in a certain emotion the viewer most of the times feels that emotion or one way that i could kind of correlate it to like jean-michel basquiat which he is a uh, very famous painter in the 80s and 90s in new york where you're from a lot of his painting there is rage there is this uh, uh, aspect of inequality uh, amongst uh, the African-American population of the uh, Americas back in that time. And you feel that when you look at it. So it's interesting that we're kind of unpacking that. Uh, Rosen, I have literally a couple more questions here. Uh, so obviously, I truly believe that as human beings, as entrepreneurs, we learn from other people's successes but the best way we learn is from our own failures and difficulties. But we don't only need to learn from our failures or our difficulties. We can learn from other people's uh, failures and difficulties. So my question to you is, what is something within your business right now that you're having a hard time with or there's places to optimize, improve, or work on? And how are you thinking about approaching it to solve that problem? Yeah, so... I would say that for every business, the main, the key that uh, uh, key uh, improvement, I would say, it's always to scale up. So the more exposure, the more uh, clients or the more user, the more people we can benefit, then it's it's a success for every business business person. No matter no matter what service or product that we uh, provide as a business owner it's always makes sense to to benefit the world with more and more of our creations so and my 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 perspective as well in my case as well i uh, in my recent years what i have seen is i love to help people when they um require those those uh, help in their lives with technology perspective or art what i do or innovation with my robot token is another product that I have of um, it's a world's first utility-based crypto ecosystem that we are building. So through all these, I would say that the first thing I'm serving, solving also is what's not there. What is the issue that everybody is um, encountering and um, facing in their life? And how can I uh, use my creativity and utilize it to the best of my ability to scale up my business so that I can reach and help more and more people who need need it. So in case of art, I like to expose um, and I like to get a bigger exposure in front of a bigger crowd, a bigger platform so that people can um, enjoy my artwork and it can impact their life and they can read my uh, poems that I write so that it, they can be benefited positively and in technology side as well 
I I become a part of a big integral part of many groups, women associations, uh, global women club. Also, I'm a uh, trustee in uh, River Artworks organization, which promotes art and technology in youth. So, uh, contributing into the society more and more, I believe that um, what challenges we face, those uh, looks like to an, me an opportunity instead of an obstacle. I see everything as a good opportunity, and uh, we cannot accomplish everything in a day or two, but rather. We focus on our progress day by day and change our strategies when things are not working um, the way we want. So changing strategy and think back and taking decisions and making them right. I believe those are the keys I am working towards and I believe in progress. So uh, I will do, continue to do so. Nice. So you highlighted definitely a big one for most of the entrepreneurs is how to have more exposure, how to gain more clients. Uh, and put your ideology out there, your thoughts and your services uh, on that end. So that that is great. And actually, it's going to leverage the next part of the question. So you being on this podcast and having the opportunity to be in front of our amazing audience, uh, where is the best place that our audience could connect with you if they're interested to know more about you or your services? Yeah, absolutely. So my, my own website is rosalindpanda.com, uh, where all my businesses are listed and uh, people want to know more about me, what I do, and how I can help them with. So it's rosalindpanda.com. And my IT services website is rosalinditservices.com. My art website with my all my art creations are um, uh, rosalindarts.com. And my construction site is rosalindconstruction.com. And my utility uh, crypto-based ecosystem site is rovatoken.com. Uh, in Facebook, people can find me with Rosalind Panda. In uh, LinkedIn as well, same, Rosalind Panda. And in Instagram, I am there by Rosalind Panda, the number five, Rosalind Panda five. And Perfect. in Twitter, Rosa Jubilee. Yeah. So everything will be in the show notes below. Uh, Rosalind, thank you very much for being with us and uh, sharing your knowledge and your expertise in this regards. Have a phenomenal day. And to all the listeners, stay tuned for next week's episode. Thank you so much, Christopher. It was a pleasure. Christopher Devian here. Thank you so much for listening to the Peak Performance Greatness Show. If you're a successful entrepreneur or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit our website at peakperformancegreatness.com. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot of your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. If you know somebody that could be a great guest, please tag them on social media to let them know about this program. And don't forget to include the hashtag Peak Performance Greatness. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We regularly put out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episode, go ahead and click that subscribe button. Your thumbs up, rating, and review go a long way to help us promote this show, and it would mean a lot to me as well as my team. You want to know more? Go ahead and visit our website at peakperformancegreatness.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or my YouTube channel at Christopher Didier. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time. Have a blessed and grateful day.